coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. Now, I personally think that if you do not display your pricing online and you do not give your clients a way to book, they're just going to go to the next person that does. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software package and platform designed to help you manage and grow your real estate photography and videography business. My name is Craig Magram. I'm the host of the podcast. And uh, along with me each and every week, well, most each and every week, is our founder and owner and co-host of the podcast, Todd Kivimaki. How's it going, Todd? Hey, Craig, how are you today? Good to, good to be here with everybody. Hope you all are off to a great start in your week. And uh, we've got an exciting topic today. I uh, want to quickly just remind you that if you need us, our contact information is hello at Spiro.media. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Spiro, which is our software platform. Uh, that runs our real estate company's business. Uh, our real estate company, Wild Video Tours, does 12,000 listings a year. And we've been doing, uh, we've been in the real estate business for about 20 years now. It's crazy to say mm -hmm. that 20 years, holy yeah. cow. <laughs> but we have always written software and we just think we have a way that streamlines and a better way to do it. Uh, if you'd like to find out more, you can see demos you can see uh, videos and features uh, at our website spiro s-p-i-r-o dot media uh, you can uh, click to schedule a demo with me or you can sign up you can get in build you out a system and you can do a couple of test orders and build some listings and some marketing items and and order pages as well right so it's great great platform also would like to mention that uh, if you are looking towards the end of the year and, and thinking about education for yourself, one item that we enjoy going to, and I'll be there again this year, is PMRE. So Brandon Cooper is the owner and, and he puts together that conference. Uh, it's a great time. It's a group of 300 other real estate photographers and videographers. There's classes before the conference that are smaller kind of dive in and get your hands on. And then the, the, the conference is just a great time of speakers and gathering and events, uh, two free luncheons. They have you're out in Las Vegas. Uh, so it's a great time. If you're thinking about going, you can visit PMREconference.com. And before you book, please email me. I have a discount code for you. That's going to save you $50 off your ticket. Just email me hello at Spiro.media and I'll shoot you over a code that you can use to save some money. It's a, it's a really profitable time uh, out at the PMRE conference. De definitely encourage you to, to check it out if you haven't been there before. Agreed. 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 What was your favorite part last year, Craig? Oh, geez. Um, well, I, I mean, I enjoyed each of the speakers, um, but I, I really just enjoyed connecting with other real estate photographers and videographers and and learning, hey, I'm not alone out there. And uh, we, we have a lot of the same experiences. You know, I think realtors are pretty much the same across the country and probably across the world. And uh, it's just kind of fun to share, you know, unique experiences that you run into as a 
real estate marketing consultant. Let's let's call ourselves that, and uh, just our interactions. So, um, just yeah, just just really enjoyed the networking and getting to know others in our industry. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and these are relationships that uh, we were able to build last year. And uh, like I, Craig, I talked to Satish this week. Justin, oh, did you? Uh, you yeah. know, talk to Pete all the time and, you know, Sean. So these are, you know, some names that uh, it was good to connect with those people. But I'll tell you just as a human, like you need that human interaction. Mm -hmm. So uh, check it out and uh, see if it's if it's valuable for you. I know it was for us. Right. Right. All righty. Well, new topic, new week, uh, Todd. And uh, this, for those of you that are maybe just listening to the Spiro podcast for the first time or first couple of times, um, just want to let you know, Spiro is a little bit unique. There, there's a lot of great podcasts and, and video channels and, and, you know, resources for the creative side of what we do as real estate media professionals. Um, that is not this podcast. Um, we're looking more at the business side of what we do in this industry. So we want to, we want to provide, uh, you know, guests and information that are going to help you build a strong business. And this week is a, an important topic to help you grow and, and help you scale without adding a whole lot of work to it. And that's the subject of upsells, Todd. Yes, this is one that is, uh, like you said, Craig, there's not a whole lot more work to it. Now, strategically, we're going to go over three times that you can upsell. But the first thing with upselling is is knowing where you're at. Mm -hmm. You know, what what do you uh, typically what do you sell? Is it photos only? Is it photos and video or 3D or virtual tours big around your area? Uh, the first thing that you need to calculate is what we call your average sale price. Some people call this your average order value, but what this calculation is, is look at every one of your orders over the last 12 months mm -hmm. and take the total of those orders. Okay. So that's your revenue. That's your top line revenue over the last 12 months. Then you need to look at how many orders did you photograph, divide the revenue by the number of jobs that you went out there and did, and that will be your average sale price. So that is something that you should know. You should write it down, write it on a post note, put it anywhere and everywhere, and know where you're starting. Mm -hmm. Anytime you grow and anytime you're working on something, if you don't know where you're starting, you're setting yourself up to fail to try to get to, to point B. So if you don't know what point A is, there's no way you're going to get to point B because yeah. you might say, hey, my average sale price is $200 or you might, excuse me, you might not know your average sale price and you might say, hey, I want my average sale price to be $750. You know, I want to sell them photo, <laughs> video, drone and 3D tour. But if your average sale price right now is 175 bucks, you're setting yourself up to fail. Hmm. Uh, alternatively, if your average sale price is um, 200 right now, and you set a goal to be 225 or 205, maybe that's not a big enough jump. So right. it's important to know where your average sale price is right now. That's the first number you're going to want to start with. So once you have that, you have a baseline, know what it is, and these are numbers that you should know. So there's three different points that uh, we look at and when we can upsell. Uh, the first is online on your order form. Okay, so if you uh, 
if you say, hey, I don't accept online orders, then we need to get you an online order form. Okay, so you need to get into a system. Mm -hmm. Spiro will set you up. You'll get an online platform and you need to sell online. You know, Craig, I think there's I think there's this misconception out there that I'm just going to be this boutique photographer <laughs> and I'm just going to say call for a quote. You know, we would do that when I shot weddings 10 or 15 years ago, we would pull that tactic because it was a way to kind of say, hey, probably if you have to call me, you can't afford me or the people that can not afford mm. you. They're like, you know, that that kind of plays to the luxury market. I, I just I've changed my thinking on that, Craig. And I personally think that if you do not display your pricing online and you do not give your clients a way to book, they're just going to go to the next person that does. Yeah, it, it's frustrating because they everybody wants information now. So if you're going to make somebody work to get the information, the basic information that they need to make a decision, yeah, they, they might just go to the next easiest option that's out there. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. And another thing is, is who wants to be sold to? That, yeah. That's what that's effectively what you're doing. If you don't put pricing online is the consumer looks and is like, oh, they're going to sell me. It's like buying a timeshare. Mm -hmm. How many <laughs> how many of you out there have set through mm -hmm. the timeshare presentation mm -hmm. to get free tickets to like Disney World or, Just, you know, some park or or some, yeah. you know, Craig, have you He's done it? Uh, I, I've been close to doing it. And the stories that I've heard from those that have done it makes me just feel slimy. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being sold to. I, I, I agree. Yeah. If you're out there selling timeshares, we just don't take any offense. We, we apologize Sorry. for, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I hope there's, it, <laughs> hope there's no realtors that listening that sell timeshares as part of their, yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> But but it is it's nobody likes to have this hard sales tactic and and we've discussed this in the past but the difference between selling and serving your client and mm. that is selling to your client that you might get one sell sale from it but you're not going to serve that person and keep them. Todd, let me ask you a question about just to play devil's advocate here about putting mm -hmm. your pricing on on your website. My first thought is, well, what about my competitors? They're going to see what my pricing is. I don't want them to know what my pricing is. What What's the response to that? Yeah, who cares? Your competitors can <laughs> do whatever they want, and hopefully, they don't have pricing online. Um, mm. You know, or you know, if, if they see your pricing, they're going to find it out one way or another. Yeah. They're either going to submit a form and act like they're a realtor, or they're going to ask a realtor who's used you before that might be close to them. They're going to figure it out. They really are. You know, it's yeah. kind of, um, I, I read a book uh, that referred to it as ostrich marketing. You know, it's like sticking your head in the sand. Like you're just, you're, it's not purposeful. You're not doing anything because your clients, your competition are going to figure out what you charge. Yeah. In fact, I know this week, Craig, we've had some feedback and and I and this was discussed in your guys' sales huddle, I believe last week, but some of our clients were saying, hey, it's not so easy to find your pricing on the website. And we thought it was, it, mm. it, we had our pricing on there, but in fact, we've made it bigger. We've put the full tiers of pricing 
we are 100% transparent on what yeah. our pricing is because we feel as though we bring a tremendous amount of value and we want people to know our pricing so they're not surprised by it and sure. they already are coming in you know, two steps down the road. If they're coming in and you have to start with, well, what do you charge? Well, you're so far behind in the sales process that if they already mm -hmm. know what you're charging, you can educate them about more products and get your average sale price with them higher. Yeah. So that's yeah. what that's my response would be, Craig, is just don't worry about your competition. One of the benefits, I think, about putting your pricing right out there at the beginning, too, is if somebody is considering talking with you about you being their their provider for photos, video, whatever, um, if they are price conscious and they're only going to make a decision based on pricing and they get mm -hmm. that information right away and, the, oh, that's too much. Well, you've just saved yourself some time of not trying to acquire a client that is going to drop you at the first sign of somebody cheaper. And so you're going to have better quality clients, I think, by kind of weeding out those that think you're too expensive to begin with. And you've saved yourself that conversation. That might be the best idea of the day. The best point right there is, is those are people that you don't want to work with and right. put your time into someone else. Great yeah. point. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. No, that's great. So three, uh, a few quick points about online ordering forms. Uh, one, does you, do you sell how realtors want to buy? Mm. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, your products and services. So you know what your photos, what the features and benefits are of them. You know what your video is. You know what your virtual tour or 3D tour is. You know what a floor plan is, Zillow 3D, aerials. Insert any one of your products. But I would challenge you to go in to ask your clients, some clients that are close to you, about some of the products that you are not selling regularly. Hmm. I bet they don't know what they are and if they do, I bet they don't really know the features and the benefits of those and how they could benefit them as a, a, a realtor to market a listing. So we always try, I always suggest, and, and I, was, I was talking in a discussion on Facebook this week about bundles. We always suggest that you, you bundle your services. So bundles it's very standard to have a low, a medium, and a high. And this is the way that realtors see their listings. This is either my standard listing, mm -hmm. this is either below my standard listing, or this is a luxury listing of mine. And I will challenge you to put a low, a medium, and a high bundle on your order page. Right. And I would just, I think you'll be excited with the results that you see. Craig, this reminds me of a story of, we are talking to one of our, one of our uh, Spiro users and um, very, he had a very exciting story to us and he created a bundle and he had this idea of this just humongous bundle that's like, hey, I'm going to throw it out there and I'm just going to put it together. Mm -hmm. And one, and he pitched it at a couple realtor uh, meetings. And one day, and he kind of forgot about it, kind of went along, got to be busy season, kind of forgot about it. And one day he gets a notification from uh, Stripe on his phone that the amounts were larger than what <laughs> should be typically transferred in. I mean, that's always a good thing, right? When Stripe's right. like, hey, <laughs> it's always the other way that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, what is going on? You know, this is this is not even you know, close to what my average sale price, you know, what my typical order is. Right. Well, 
He had some realtors I got to talk and they really loved that bundle. They got the correct listing and they started ordering this humongous bundle that now has changed his company. Yeah. Uh, revenues up a tremendous amount. He's got, he gives this full service package. So, uh, you know, somebody told me, and I forget who it is, but you can't sell it if you don't offer it. When he sent us that email sharing that story, I just got the biggest grin on my face. I'm like, yes, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and of course, in the software, we make it easy to do it. You just go to your order mm -hmm. page, you click create new bundle, and then almost check mark every single one of your services. Just throw it in there. <laughs> just see if somebody will buy it. I'm telling you, people right. will buy it. And we're in an industry where realtors are trying to differentiate themselves right now because listings are so tough. Yeah. Realtors need your help. They really do. They don't want to be sold to, but they need your help. Be a problem solver for them. Give them great media assets and let them stand out from everyone else. Exactly. So sell in bundles. Sell how realtors want to buy in bundles. Uh, my second point is, is you should be suggestively um, upselling them on the order process. So if they buy a bundle that is say photos only, uh, we should suggest some more products to them. Twilight, floor plan. Those are super simple ones. And if you're not suggesting those right now, virtual staging, that's another very simple mm -hmm. one. If you're not suggesting those once they go on a page of the order page and saying, hey, do you want to add any of these additional products on? You are losing mon money. Just a fun example is take how many shoots you did last year over the last 12 months and multiply that times 25 bucks. You know, if you sell a Twilight, 25 bucks, you probably pay four or five bucks to have it edited. Um, that's a net of $20 to you. $20 times the number of shoots you did. If you did a thousand shoots last year, that's $20,000 for just Twilight edits. Yeah, I would say for one add-on. That that $25, a lot of a lot of realtors will throw those Twilights on. You know, it's 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 cheap it's cheap enough that it helps differentiate them and their listing that yeah, it's 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 easy. Exactly. And then finally on your order page, the last thing to examine in your current process is, do you have a pop-up offer? You know, once they order the bundle, they might say no to the additional services, but do we give them some sort of offer in front of them? Uh, you know, uh, try a twilight, a uh, special offer. It's, it's just marketing. It works. It's not going to work on everyone. You know, I was, I, I'm a Panera Sip Club member. Um, I don't know if you are any of you listeners out there, but it's great because there's a lot of Paneras in our area. And uh, when I'm traveling, I can stop, I can get a coffee or a tea and I can use the bathroom, you know, because there's Paneras <laughs> everywhere. It's kind of becoming the new gas station. But Panera was smart about this <laughs> because they were like, they get a monthly $11.99 from me. They're brewing the coffee anyways. They're, th they're going to throw it out. At the end of the day, you know, they're throwing out coffee every time they put new coffee out. So they're just giving you something they were going to throw away. And I stop in and they try to upsell me in the app. They actually just push an update now and they try to get me to add a bagel, a pastry. <laughs> and, and it's it's just marketing 101. You should be right. saying, hey, it, it's it's the reticular activator in your brain that we need to put in front of them for them to say, oh, wait a minute. Do I need that? 
and they click yes. So if you don't have a pop-up offer, you need to get a pop-up offer. In Spiro, we make it easy. You just go to the bundle, you add a pop-up offer, and it helps you sell more. Now, is there a difference between upselling, say, online and upselling over the phone? Maybe maybe you have clients that don't necessarily like to order online, but they'll call in and order. How how How's the, the um, process different, Todd? Yeah, great question, Craig. So over the phone, so it's very common for us to take phone orders. And mm -hmm. this is actually a good thing. Now, this is going to take time. But think about it. You have a client that has called you now and you have time with them. You know, think of how many clients you've reached out to and you've said, hey, can we get a coffee? And they just mm -hmm. don't text you, call you back or email you back. <laughs> We've right. kind of flipped this and now they're calling you and you have an opportunity to serve them. So, so what my strategy is, so they call in. So first off, I get excited about talking to our clients. You know these people, be excited to hear from them. This is a good thing. They got a listing and they called you. That was your goal as a real estate photographer to get right. realtors out there who say, when I get a listing, I'm going to call Todd. Okay, mm -hmm. that's a great thing. So, oh, hey, Cindy, how are you doing today? It's so good to hear from you. Okay, hey, I, I just, I need to place an order for a new listing. You should be using this if you're not, steal it. Oh, congratulations. That's so exciting. I'm so happy that you got a new listing. Remember, it is tough to get listings right now. So you need to celebrate with them because the, you are on their team. And mm -hmm. it's, this is a good thing because now you're going to get paid. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So let's celebrate with them on the phone. What I do right after that. Hey, congratulations. I'm so excited. Hey, tell me about this new listing. At this point, you are beginning, you're going to start gaining some information from them. Okay. Hey, it's either, uh, it's my standard listing or, Hey, it's a luxury listing. You know, this is bigger. I've been talking to these clients for a long time and I'm so excited that I showed them some of the past videos you did and they decided to list with me over my competition. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you should be standing in your chair, fist pumping at this point excited with them. This is like the best thing. Okay. Even if it's not, they're like, Oh, it's just a small one. It's around the corner from, you know, it's in a neighborhood. I normally don't list in whatever it may be. It's like, Oh, that's great. You know, awesome. Tell me about, tell me about what's unique about this property. What stands out? What do we want to feature? Okay. So the goal here is to try to get them talking about the listing because you need to know what mm -hmm. is happening at the listing. You know, uh, is it on acreage? Is it on the water? Is it yeah. by the mountains? Uh, is it is the inside? Does the inside need updated, but the outside's beautiful or vice versa? So these are all things that we're trying to gain on the phone. Now, Craig, you take a ton of orders as well. Are there are there what am I missing with the, when you're trying to connect with your client right when they call in on the phone? I, I get quite a few clients that I've built a good relationship that will just ask me my opinion on what exactly is needed. And I ask all the questions that we just talked about. And sometimes they'll ask a question like, I know I want drone, but which drone package do you think would be the best? And well, is there water? No, there's not water, but it's, but it's a large, you know, large lot. Um, and maybe they don't want video. I'm, I'm, 
I always tried to talk about the benefits of video, but if they don't want video, um, you know, we'll say, well, okay, you want some drone because this is a large lot. So let's just do the, the bronze drone package because you don't necessarily need the video since you're doing photos only. And I'm building trust because I'm not trying to oversell them. They've, they've decided mm -hmm. this is what I want for the property. Now, obviously I would love to see them use video. And if they do, I'm going to try and upsell them to the aerial silver package, which includes our, our, our video from the air. But I, I, I'm trying to fit the services that are needed for the listing that, that they earned and build that trust with them. Um, you know, that's, that's just my approach to it, Todd. No, a hundred percent. You do not want to sell them something that they're not going to use right. again. Right. You need to serve them but serve them in the capacity of understanding that they probably don't know about all of your products and services and how it will help them mm -hmm. market and sell the property. So let, let me, let me flip that example. Say it is a property with water, you know, water on the property. Um, and they have ordered photos and video, but they're, they're asking my opinion on the drone package. And I've had a couple that wa wanted just drone photos. And, and I say, yeah, but you've got a pond on this property or if it's, it's on the riverfront, let me describe to you what this is, this is going to look like if you include the aerial video video. And I'll describe the shot because I shoot, I, my role is a little bit different. I'm, I'm both business development and photographer, videographer. So I describe what the shot's going to look like. And I'm trying to create a picture in their mind. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do want aerial video. So let's do the aerial silver because I know what that video is going to look like and how it's going to capture attention right away. If they had you know, convinced themselves to just do aerial photo, then they're not doing their, their they're short selling their, their client. They're not providing the best that they could and creating that feeling and story. So yeah, asking questions and building trust to the point where they're asking you your opinion on what they should do. I mean, I'm, I'm honored when they ask an opinion because they, they trust. Yeah, hundred percent. And it does take, it takes work to gain that trust uh, and to build that relationship. Um, but if you go through these steps, mm -hmm. they, they will begin to just call you and trust you and, um, you know, sell them with what they need. Um, right. So that's, that's extremely important. So one other tip that I have is that, um, you know, once you gain some of this property information, um, I would always have some sort of offer going monthly. Now we do this up front in our C3 department, our customer service department, and we, have an offer all of the time uh, because who doesn't love an offer? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to take advantage of this? Uh, so this could be something very simple. Uh, this could be uh, your, again, your twilight uh, enhancement. Um, that's a super simple one. I know some of you out there hate them and you're like, ah, <laughs> but I'm telling you what it serves your client because everybody has a daytime photo on the MLS. And if your client has a nighttime photo, then they're going to automatically be different. Mm -hmm. So if you're not selling them, I would do them again. Uh, maybe you have a virtual staging offer uh, for uh, vacant properties. Maybe you have an offer for your drone package. You know, Craig, Craig mentioned the bronze, the silver. Um, you could have an upgrade uh, discount, but I would suggest that you have something. It doesn't have to be much. It could be 5%. It could be $5. 
but it's just something to mention to say, hey, looking over uh, some of the coupons that I have here that I can use in this system, I'm able, you know, I, we've got a great offer going right now on our twilight shot. It takes the daytime photo, it turns it into a nighttime photo. We will put in beautiful skies, you know, purples, blues, whatever color you want. Also, if they have landscape lighting, we'll actually turn those lights on for you. The windows will have a nice soft glow to them. And now you're going to have a nighttime photo on the MLS and you'll automatically be different than everyone else because you'll have beautiful twilight skies. You know, we can even put a moon in there and the house will be illuminated. I can normally it's 25 and I can take $5 off or I can do this for $20. Just something as simple as that. Just give them an offer and say, Hey, would you like me to serve you by getting you this exclusive offer? Mm -hmm. If if some of these other things of suggestive upselling without an offer seem difficult, just your first step would be to, to just have an offer and just give them the offer. Uh, and, and you might not do it. You might, the first time you'll do it, you'll be like, oh my goodness, that was so terrible. Like I stumbled over my words <laughs> and I didn't even say the right thing, <laughs> but it's okay. Just do it. <laughs> yes. We've all done it. We've gotten mm -hmm. off the phone. I'm like, Todd, what did you just say? Like, <laughs> do you even speak English? Like, I'm telling right. funny thing. I listen to these podcasts, I re listen to them. And sometimes I'm sitting there cringing. I'm like, Todd, you don't even, you're not even speaking English right now. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> Open up your mouth. So it's okay. My hand's up. You're going to yeah. stumble. We all do. We're human, but start small. Had a nice conversation with someone online, you know, just a quick post on Facebook, and he happened to go to his first realtor event, and he is an extreme introvert, and he's like, "Okay, I, I, I was hoping someone was going to be there. I knew, but there wasn't. But I recognized one person, and we exchanged business cards. I did a few business cards, and I'm like, Bravo! Like that's your yeah. first step, right? <laughs> you now have made a couple connections, and it will be easier next time. It will." As, as you do more and more jobs with the realtors in your market, those events will get easier because you'll recognize more faces and you've already had conversations with these clients that you've built the relationships with. As a fellow introvert, let me just encourage you, it does get easier. And then it starts to get to be fun. So hang in there. Yes, for sure. Uh, speaking, Craig, this is another tangent by me. And probably when I re-listen to this, I'll be like, Todd, you should never have said this. But you just said <laughs> as, a, as a fellow introvert and connecting with people, you told me you, there's a ham, can, there, there's a there's an event going on. How can people, so ham radios is, you'll explain it better than I, but basically everybody who has a, this radio station is going to set up a portable station somewhere in the world this weekend. And you're all are going to talk to each other. <laughs> so Craig is going to be talking to other. So Craig, does somebody like, I'm so ignorant on this. Does somebody like ping you or do you have a radio wave or how does somebody talk to you this weekend if there's other ham operators out there? Okay. So yeah, I'm a ham radio operator. Yeah, this is a tangent. Um, I'll try and keep this brief without nerding out too much. So it's the ARRL, ARRL, American Radio Relay League field day weekend. The point of the of field day weekend is to practice setting up your ham station in an emergency situation away from your home. So you're out in the field. So it's it's practicing emergency preparedness as a ham radio operator and providing emergency communications in case cell phones go down, things like that. Uh, 
so how, yeah how do do we ping each other do we have a radio wave we have lots of radio waves <laughs> uh, multiple bands of radio waves that we can operate on and uh you just you put out a call um in this case you're you're calling cq field day cq is uh ham lingo or shorthand for calling any station and you're specifically saying field day Somebody comes back to you and you say your call sign from, in my case, it's NM8W, November Mike 8 Whiskey. Somebody hears you because you've transmitted a radio signal from your antenna out in the field. Their receiver has picked it up. They hear you. They transmit back NM8W from, and they give their call sign. And then you have an exchange. Hey, I, you know, I, I hear you. Here's your signal report. Here's my state where I'm at over to you. They give you their signal report where they're at. You say best regards to each other. Ham lingo is seven, three for best regards. And you go on to your hmm. next contact. Yeah. It's nerdy, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> hey, it's cool. And if, please, if you're doing this, I know some of you do this out there this weekend, you know, this is, this is actually pretty cool. Some of you are like, what's the radio? That's another podcast, you know, that, that existed before, you know, your, your iPhone or your, you know, your <laughs> What's Apple, uh, yeah. podcast right now. But anyways, ping Craig, you'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Okay. Should, I, should I give my email address if they want to talk ham radio with me? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Craig at wowvideotours.com. I wasn't expecting the yep. podcast to take this turn, Todd, but gee, thank you. <laughs> Hey, we're we're just connecting with other people out there. Right, so right, this right. is Okay. Okay. All right. Back so back up, on track. Back to upselling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the third way, okay, first way, your online order form. Your second way is when somebody calls you to place an order. The third way that you're going to upsell, and this is a little bit indirect because it doesn't happen at the time of sale of the sale, mm -hmm. but this is with educating your clients. So this is spending time with your clients either in a one-on-one -on -one capacity, a group setting, uh, an office meeting is probably your most common. And then the third is content that you are creating and sending out or targeting them on social media uh, mm -hmm. to educate them about, uh, about you and your company. Yeah. There's a, one of our, one of our users and friends, uh, does a fantastic job of this. Can I, can I mention, mention Pete Stagel? Yeah, from, I don't, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pete, Pete Stagel from Servant 360, uh, does a masterful job of creating content to help his realtors and educate them. So just a huge shout out. If you, if you want to get a good example of, of somebody that's doing this well, check out Servant 360, uh, Pete Stagel. So, uh, just a, a shout out to him for the great job he's doing on that. Yes, he does. And he's diligent about it and he's mm -hmm. consistent with it. That is the important thing about content. You need to be consistent about it. Right. And he does see the results. He's showing up to events mm -hmm. and people are knowing him yeah. that he doesn't know. People are calling him that he has not had time with in a one-on-one -on -one or a group setting. They've just seen his content and it's paying off for him. So it's super exciting. Uh, yeah. it's it's it does take some work it does take work to plan out what you're going to do you have to set time aside to work on your business um and not or yeah on your business not in your business in your business so right. working yeah and uh, i don't know if i got that one right or not but it's friday we're recording right now so it's friday so my brain's <laughs> through the weekend but you all know what i'm saying out there 
So, uh, you know, just the high points of these. Um, so the three different ways, one-on-one, -on -one, this is going to come through just asking your clients for an appointment. Um, this is probably your most scary if you're an introvert out there, if you haven't done it. Uh, you're going to probably need to call them. Y yeah, Craig, I, go ahead. I'm going to argue with you on that. We Normally, we're, we're on the same page. So I'm an introvert. I prefer the one-on-one -on -one coffee meeting much more than a presentation in front of a, a big group of people. So I, I'd actually argue for the opposite, that I think the one-on-one -on -one is... The okay, let me ask you a question. Give me your tip here. Okay. So one-on-one, -on -one, introvert, being one-on-one -on -one is great. What I did not voice or communicate was setting that appointment. So if getting to set that appointment, you know, if you're thinking, I guess, how do you get to those, Craig? Give us some tips. You know, I, I guess the worst is like you think a cold call, like let me call a realtor to see if they'll sit with me. Well, cold call. Yeah, I will agree that then, yeah, that is a hard part. But a lot of the coffee meetings that I've set are based on referrals or I've mm. gotten somebody's permission to use their name. Say I'm working with, you know, uh, Katrina at Remax and she loves working with me. And Katrina, do you know so-and-so at your brokerage very well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a lot of deals together. Hey, would it be okay if I called them and mentioned the fact that I work with you? Um, and, and ask them if they'd be willing to sit down and, and you know, I, I treat them to coffee. Oh yeah, absolutely. Use my name and I'll, I'll even, men I'll warm it up for you. And sometimes they'll offer to do that because you, they love you so much. So that makes that what was previously a cold call, now a warm call. And you've got some credibility because you're already working with somebody else in their brokerage. That to me as an introvert, that's the easiest way to, to get those coffee meetings. Yeah, that, that's a great tip, Craig. Great tip. So let's talk about office meetings. So next, the office meeting for those of you that have not done them is where uh, you would go in to a a realtor office. The it's very common for them to have a weekly meeting, uh, and they do this. They talk about the new listings. Mm -hmm. They bring vendors in. They bring other people in to help educate. But it's a time they all get together. They talk about uh, what maybe a buyer of theirs is looking for what a seller, what listings are coming up on the market. And that's where they exchange information and trying to do deals in that room. You know, oh, I've got a buyer that wants what your seller is selling. And they try to connect it there. And then they also go over some company policies or, hey, did you know we have this thing? And then they have a vendor. So mm -hmm. that is where you fit in. Uh, and I will tell you that office managers, so and the manager of the office is responsible for putting together this weekly meeting. And I will tell you that they... Are tr they try to figure out ways to bring more content in because this is this becomes kind of like the same thing after the same thing after the same <laughs> thing. Yep. So you might be a little nervous asking to be at this meeting or asking for the office manager, but I'm telling you, these managers are looking for you to come and to help educate them right. um, and, and just bring some awareness to media to the meeting. When, when you do get a meeting presentation scheduled, I'd encourage you, if it's a morning meeting or maybe it's close to lunch, bring in breakfast, bring in some lunch. I know that adds to your marketing, uh, your marketing budget, but it's worth the investment because even if you get, say, two new clients out of a group of 20, you've more than paid for that breakfast that you just bought their office. And Let's let's face it. We all like to be spoiled a little bit, and realtors are no exception. They like to be pampered, right? So let's take care of them and bring in bring in something special for them. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Another just quick tip is make sure that you can collect the information of the agents at the mm -hmm. uh, 
at the meeting, you know, there might be five people in the room, but there might be 30 people in the room. There might be 50 people in the room, depending the brokerage that you're at. Um, you're, you're never going to remember everyone in that room. Uh, so a great way to get that information is to give them an offer. So either send a fishbowl or a hat around and have everybody put in their business card. And then at the end of the meeting, you can have the manager have somebody draw a name and then give them a free shoot or give them something. Mm -hmm. uh, another cool way is if you um, do a QR code or a text, a text short code, you know, so text, um, you know, your company name to three, four, five, three, four, five. You guys have seen these out there, right? When you go to conferences, it's how you sign up for an email list um, and you get them in. But you could do something like that as well, where they're just texting that in. The nice thing about that is that one, they've already text messaged you. They can consent right at that point to allowing, you know, for information to be sent from you. And uh, three, you don't have to put them in. You know, if you use a service, their information is already digitized um, as where you're going to have to take those business cards and type or scan those in after the meeting. So just find some mechanism to get everybody's mm -hmm. business card or everybody's information. Uh, the easiest way is just to give something away. Um, and they all want to be in the drawing for that. Right. Good tips. Good tips. So, and, and these are all common things uh, that happen at a meeting. Uh, you know, every meeting that I go to, these happen at every meeting. Um, you should think about your presentation. You'll probably have 10 or 15 minutes and just educate during this meeting. Do not sell. You can go through every one of your products, but just educate them and serve them by telling them the features and the benefits of your products. You know, why they would want to use them. When is a drone uh, silver or gold appropriate examples? Um, so that's what you, that's going to want to be your strategy um, to mm -hmm. just give them the information. You're not going to want to sell them too hard. Um, you know, you might do some selling after the meeting, typically after the meeting closes, hang around. Don't, you know, don't mm -hmm. run out the door because hang around, go find somebody strike up a conversation. I, it's very common for people to come up and say, Hey, I've got a question about this or, Oh, I've got a listing coming up and I'd like to try that thing that you educated me about. Mm -hmm. They're not going to say those exact words, but that's, that's what happens. So Craig, any other tips? You're in a lot of office meetings as well. Anything that our, our listeners should try. Yeah. I think we hit the highlights, you know, the, the idea of passing around a fishbowl or something to collect their cards and, and make that offer is a great one. Um, and if there's something unique about you versus a competitor that you can educate, educate that office on, let them know. Um, I, I've even educated them and Todd, I don't know if I've ever told you this and I, you might cringe when I say it, but I, when I'm talking about drone, um, there are still realtors out there that have, you know, a nephew or a son or somebody that has a drone and, oh yeah, I just have them do it. And they don't have their part 107. So I talk, mm. I, I give education on the legal requirements of using drone in a commercial application like real estate and let them know, look, even if you decide not to work with WoW Video Tours, you know, for whatever reason, at the very least, when you are doing drone photos or video for your listing, make sure your part, your pilot is part 107 certified, ask them to see their, mm. their license. They should have that on them when they're flying and working. And if they don't, don't put your business at risk. So I, I'm providing them education saying, look, even if you choose not to use us, and 
that happens. Sometimes they're going to work with somebody else that they know. I've at least provided them education and put in their mind, okay, hey, this company is actually pretty reputable. You know, they didn't try to sell me and they just informed me of something I didn't even realize. I just actually, Todd, I just had that happen this week. A new client of ours hmm. that um, it was a nephew doing drone for him that doesn't have, didn't have their part 107. And I had the opportunity to have that discussion with her. And uh, she's like, wow, yeah, I didn't even know about that. And this is somebody that's been in real estate for 25 years. And wow. Yeah. And, and just, just didn't know. So provide education that, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing beyond that right now. No, that's great, Craig. And those are all great prompts. Steal these things from us mm -hmm. uh, because they do work, you know, put them in your own words and make it be you. But that is a great point that if somebody mentions their nephew or neighbor has a drone, I mean, every nephew and neighbor has a drone right now in America, <laughs> in the world in 2023. Um, that is, that's a great response to come back with. And, and again, you're not trying to sell them drone. You're just serving them hmm. by saying, I want to make sure you're taken care of. And I have some information I'm going to give you because I don't want you to get in trouble. All right. Any final thoughts from you, Todd? No, just a, just, just a quick recap, Craig. Uh, if you are looking to increase your um, orders, the, the total of your orders, we call that your average sale price. One, know where you're at. Mm -hmm. calculate your average sale price, then look at your online order form. Are you upselling? Are you selling them bundles? And do you have a pop-up? Uh, two, when somebody calls you to place an order, do you have an opportunity to serve them a little bit better, to educate them, to find out about the listing? And then three, look for opportunities to where you can connect and you can educate your clients on what you know and what your company can provide. So just some simple things that will make a huge improvement. These are items that we do and we've tracked now for a lot of years at WOW. And we consistently see our average sale price increase every year. And uh, we're serving our clients better as well because they have better marketing to stand out from the competition. Good stuff. If you have questions about any of this or thoughts that you want to share, you know, great ways to serve your clients that maybe we haven't mentioned, please share those with us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment in the comment section. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, drop us an email and share share your experiences and thoughts and, and, uh, and contributions. Just email us at hello at Spiro.media. Todd, been a great topic this week. Thanks for all the, the insight that you shared with us this week. Hey, my pleasure. It was it was great to connect with all of you, and we love hearing from you too. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we just want to encourage you uh, to make sure you don't miss any new episodes. Hit that subscribe button, uh, either on YouTube or on the audio podcast. That way, you get a notification uh, every time we release a new episode. Uh, be sure to like this if you've uh, gotten some good information out of this. Like this in by all means, share it with uh, others in the industry that that uh, you think might benefit or somebody getting into it brand new as well, uh, because we just, we want to help strengthen your business and, and those of our colleagues. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget, you can listen to the podcast, just download it from any, uh, any major podcasting platform and vice versa. If you're normally listening to it, but you want to catch it, you can uh, find us on YouTube. It's at Spiro podcast. So with that and a, a slight sidebar on ham radio <laughs> have a great week have i still can't believe you you did that i wasn't ready for that Todd, but that was kind of fun um i feel like a complete nerd and geek now that's all right i embraced that a long time ago anyway have a great week <laughs> be thankful for the blessings in your life
and take a breath. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. This is a production of Spiro and Wow Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.